Hello everybody, how are you guys doing? My name is Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, welcome back to Down for the Count. So on today's episode, we got a couple of topics we are going to cover. We're going to try to recap wrestling, which this week we really didn't do a good job of doing simply because we were very distracted by NXT TakeOver Portland. It was a good episode. It was a good pay-per-view. It was so good. You guys have definitely got to watch NXT TakeOver Portland if you haven't watched it. It was awesome. Because wrestling this week was a little bit weak, we didn't really give you a lot on that. We had some side conversations going on in this episode. And we also did our wrestling news. And we did do a top five this week. So we're happy about that. Unfortunately, the bonus episode for Black History Month isn't going to be happening this week, but don't fret, I'm going to give you a Black History Month highlight. Don't you worry. It'll be in this first episode at the end, and you guys can hear the Black History Month highlight of the week since we didn't get to do a bonus episode this week. So sit back and relax, and I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode of Down for the Count with our special guest, Russell Shade. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be coming to you guys with some wrestling recap. We're going to talk about some wrestling news, and we're going to bring back the top five this week. And we got a special guest. We got none other than Wrestle Shade with us on the show today. (laughs) He's so dope. If you haven't, Seeing Russell Shay's Instagram, you're missing out because it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> and he posts he posts every week. Every week. And he got a unique style to watch his stuff. You gotta watch it. You definitely have to watch it. So say hi to the people, Russell Shay. What's going on, you guys? <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany, for the intro. <laughs> oh sure, no problem. No problem. Okay. <laughs> So as usual, we always we always got the the, the co-hosts. We always got the girls. We always got Alexis and Nicole. So say hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. We're gonna talk about the wrestling recap this week. So Raw came on this week. Um. <laughs> Seth is like oh. an inch away of, from becoming Charles Manson. Like, I swear. I don't know where, I don't know where he got that house of Darion bubble coat from. <laughs> but I'm going to need for him to give it back and make sure you put a fucking shirt on when you bring your ass out there. That's some disrespectful shit. I get the aspect of leather coats. I know, you know, it makes guys look bad, but it doesn't work for everyone. And not every style of leather coat works. It's like, they always go to the leather with coat. fur on the top. <laughs> That's our Monday Night Messiah. I, yeah, I don't... That ain't none of my Jesus. I know who Jesus is, and that ain't him. I just have a big... <laughs> I just have a very big problem of an atheist with a god complex. That's my big issue with it. Ooh, like, I actually, I actually appreciate well, that mm-hmm. because of the irony of it. That is. Bad. I don't really have a problem with his 
with it with him being an atheist. Y'all asked me to call you no Messiah. I ain't doing that. You ain't died on the cross for none of my sins. So I'm not finna do that. You're not Cody Rose. I'm not finna. You ain't Cody Rose. Ain't do it either. Fuck him too. Shit. Oh my god. Only thing Cody died was that damn hair he got blonde, and I wish he would die in back black. He need his hair is gonna fall out. His hair cannot be in good condition. It cannot be in good condition. It's a hell of a lot better. Dolls. He don't with blonde hair. I hate I hate his hair. I hate it. And I'm like, Brandy, if you he kind of woman, you will make him dye his hair back black. Just tell him that you like him black and <laughs> he will dye it back black. <laughs> I know me. it's because I know we know it's because of Dusty. It's his way of honoring him. And his brother has blonde hair, but it's like Cody, you obviously got the Hispanic roots. You can't do nothing about it. Just roll with your dark hair. I like because the dark Cody, hair. Cody looks, Cody looks the darker hair. No, Cody looks more Hispanic. Cody looks naturally more Hispanic, to be quite honest. Have you like seen him I when his hair is when he when he's not trying to like not tan because he's he's pers- he's purposefully t- a pale and then he dyes his hair. And it's obviously to emulate and honor his father more, but it's like, dude, it's not working. So you just be, just be Hispanic or partially Hispanic, and deal with it. What you don't have to do anything to honor your father. Just wrestling every day and having AEW on TV is an honor to your father. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Dustin. That Dustin does just by doing what you do. I don't understand it, but I get it. You know, that was his dad. He idolized him. He, he loves him, but looking like him and doing your best to emulate him in that way, that to me, that that doesn't do nothing for you because how are you blazing Cody's trail when you're so busy trying to be dusty? Yeah. Yeah. No, see, I, from like an aesthetic point of view when he was over in Japan with the Bullet Club and he was a heel I thought the when I first saw him with the blonde hair I'm like well that's really freaking jarring why is he blonde and I thought it was because it was like he turned heel so it's kind of like new hair who's this kind of thing you know (laughs) like I thought it was just because he was a heel that's why he changed his hair and then I just keep noticing it and I'm like Oh, your hair is gonna fall out by the time you're 40, man. Like, <laughs> you gotta start taking yellow. You're gonna have Brandy take yellow spray paint and just start spraying your head at one point. And, you know, no one's gonna say anything. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, I thought because he went heel, you know, Dustin, I mean, Dust, Dustin was close with their dad too, but he, and I'm not saying it because I love my dad, and, you know, if he passed away, I would, you know, go through the whole grieving thing but you know Dustin doesn't Dustin never did anything like that with for his dad like after he died he just kept doing his thing it's like I I don't know if Cody had a really great relationship with him and now he's trying to make up for it and like post-mortem kind of thing but it's like you're not Dusty Rhodes your brother's not Dusty Rhodes nobody can be your dad your dad was <laughs> one in a million 
you know, so don't try to emulate that because it's not going to work for you. People are just going to be like, you're cashing in on your dad. Because I've seen people say that on, on, on Twitter. It's like he's trying to cash in on his dad. That's the whole th- reason why he's doing this, which is really sad. And I really hope he's not because that'd be fucking awful. I don't, I don't, yeah. no, yeah. I don't, I don't think believe that. that. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't see that. And I don't think he would be that cruel with his own father. No, I don't believe that. I just think it's. A lot of people grieve differently and a lot of people process things differently and how they honor their loved ones and stuff. So this might be his way of doing it. I don't think he wasn't close with them because I watched, I don't know what interview was. I was watching an interview that Brandy um, had to convince Dusty to go to the Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. because he didn't want to go because that's when he was starting to get really, really sick. He didn't because I'm. Because you notice he didn't look good, and he he didn't die not that long um, after that either. But um, yeah, she was saying that she had she convinced him to go because she was like, you know, you don't want to regret it. She's like, let's just go, it's fine. So that's why she was with him the whole time because he was like, well, if you want me to go, I'm only gonna go if you come with me. Yeah, mm. He she was he really liked Brandy like you said too, Nicole like he basically told his boys like I met this girl with the most prettiest eyes I've ever seen and next thing like next day you said like he introduced Cody to Brandy so it's like his dad introduced him to his future wife and I'm just I'm getting emotional over wrestling and I think that's another reason why he cherishes her so much Uh, because of the connection yeah well I mean I'm for for <clears throat> not being a shit pity, piece of shit and loving his wife and not cheating on her because, you know, <laughs> half wrestlers don't know how do to not do that. So. <laughs> how you yeah. gonna, wait, you're supposed to do that, Nicole. <laughs> no, I say I say good for him for not doing that. Yeah. For, uh, all right. We got to get back on track. Um, but for Raw... Okay, yeah. so my my issue with Seth and the whole the whole Messiah thing, if you're gonna go there, go there. You just go there. Like make people upset and angry and distraught. If you wanna be the quote unquote Monday night Messiah and you wanna save the people, you need to fucking go for it. Yeah. You need to make mm-hmm. me a Christian uncomfortable. If you want to go, I feel like when people do gimmicks like that, they need to go all over. You need, need to make me feel visibly uncomfortable that I can't stop watching it because I'm like, what is going on? You can't half-ass it. You want to do it, Seth? You need to go there. You just need to jump off a cliff and go with it. Yes, mm-hmm. jump off a cliff. Oh damn! No, <laughs> Seth. Seth gets. I like Seth. He gets on my last fucking nerves, but I still like Seth. But no, he. Uh, but yeah, he needs to go there. He needs to like be full on culty, like very. I'm not talking about like Bray Wyatt called. I'm talking about. Uh, what's that? Have you ever watched the like Charles Manson or like um? Have you have you ever watched this documentary on? Netflix called Wild Wild Country. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like that or that TV show, Messiah, funnily enough, which oh, is a good, shit. that's actually a good show. Like, he needs to go that way. You want to do that, bitch? Go there. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, I just can't do it. And it's not that. I mean, I understand that Seth. I mean, my problem with Seth as a heel, or is just he can't get over unless he is in a group. And they are dropping this word Messiah like me using like in every single fucking podcast we do. It's like Messiah. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. I swear to fuck. My husband was home on Monday and he goes, What? Like, he saw me busily getting mad and he goes, What is it? I said, Jerry Lawler has said Messiah 20 times in the last 10 minutes. If he says it one more time, I'm done. And sure enough, right after when they won, he said Messiah. And I'm like, I'm out. Like, I dropped the remote. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, well, in Seth's defense, when he was, he was, when he turned on the shield, they did call him the man a lot, and they called him the architect when he was in the shield, and they dropped that very often, so, I mean, that's like when they call Alexa Bliss the goddess, and they call Mandy God's greatest creation, you know, I, I get it. You want to drive it home and make sure people know the, the gimmick, but well, they've been kind of they've been kind of backing up on that, and usually it's Corey Graves saying it, and I just ignore him anyway when he talks. But it's just like, <laughs> like, can we please just get Jerry Lawler and Jr. off of commentary for the love of God? That's, like, that's not happening. It's Jerry. It's, it's, it's Lawler. That's it's, not happening. Just the way he just keeps saying it. And I'm like, you are three seconds away from saying the word puppies when the women come out. And now, like, every time you on TV, you're like, Messiah this, Messiah that. Like, how about I shove my foot up your ass and call it a Messiah? Would you like that, old man? Like, <laughs> He might like it. He might like that. He might like feeding his ass. You know, I mean, he an old perv, so he might like a lot of yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, you might want to be careful. You the type that like liquid latex. Just rub you down with some liquid latex and shit. Oh, okay, okay, stop. Oh God, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, Shayna showed up on Raw, so that was fun. Um, what the fuck? was that shit? Shayna bit the fuck out of Becky, or at least she made it look like she did. To the I was like... That was a blood capsule. I don't know why people are trying to act. They're like, you can tell. It was After I really quick. watched it again. Yeah, it it was too quick. Was, she was back there for too long, and then <laughs> she was gushing. Yeah. Like she couldn't get the capsule to break. Yeah. yeah. That's why everybody was like, she bit. I was like, no, the fuck. I was like, you know damn well that's the capsule. I was just like, what is going on here? She, she got from another wrestler. She posted it on her stories on Instagram. She, she talked about this old school wrestler. I can't think of his name, but she got it from him. 
Because he used to bite, and I don't remember. I can't think of that man's name. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, well, can I ask a question then? Do you guys think this will work for her if she continues to use this type of niche with her character? Like, could this be like a finisher or like one of her signatures or some shit? Not I don't often. Want to no. see somebody get bit every time she in the ring and Shayna's teeth <laughs> already fucked up. I don't want to see her using them fucked up ass teeth to bite people every time she in the ring. Mm-mm. I I like the shock factor. I think that's because it just threw so many people yeah. like everyone off. And then I, I'm like, is she this bitch is biting her? And then when she came up with the blood, I was like, oh shit! Like. You know, like you got invested with it, and, and people are are talking about it, and I'm like, this is the shock factor that I miss from wrestling. Not like oh, I'm sleeping with your husband, I'm leaving you. No, I don't want to see that shit. Like, she. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want to see that. Have, I don't want to. But like, that's the shock factor that I I, I missed it, and from this judging people's reactions. They missed it too. I think it's just a very cool way to come out and establish dominance. I guess is the way to say it. Like I'm not a very disturbing thing about it. I didn't realize how much people had like some weird like leftover biting vampire kink because I saw a lot of people on (laughs) on my timeline on Twitter. And I'm also, oh, I'm God. in like, I'm in like two, um, Facebook, uh, wrestling groups. And I was, I like going in there during like live tweeting cause it's hilarious. So I'll like check in there and it was a bunch of people in there too. I'm like, what is wrong with everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go and on it wasn't like a few people. It was like a very large, it was a very significant amount of people. So I was like, the, and it's like. And it was like on two different platforms. And then on Instagram, I was seeing, I was like, what is wrong with everybody? I don't know. But that's, ain't nothing kinky about that. Ain't nothing kinky about it. Compare, you got a lot of people you got to talk to about that because they, people were into that shit. I don't mind a little, like a little love bite every once in a while. But if you full blown Dracula bite me, I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> I don't like being bit, right but I'll be the biter. I like biting people. You can't bite me, though. Oh, the hell no. Turnabout is fair play, bitch. If you go bite somebody, and you gotta be able to take a few nibbles. Uh, here comes this. But all in all, what do you guys think of Raw, though? Like, between the whole Shayna biting... Oh, um, what do you think about... Because you guys know me, Hardy Boy fan for life, but what do you think about this thing with... Uh, with Matt, because that was weird. Yeah. yeah. We saw it. Matt got laid out, and I'm thinking, because we all hear the rumors that is he done with the WWE? Is he not done? Rebby needs to shut the fuck up on Twitter. Fuck you, Rebby Hardy, if you ever hear this. What is she saying on Twitter? <laughs> you know, like Nancy Pelosi ripping up Donald Trump's like State of the Union speech that's basically became a meme now. It's like, she's yeah. like, new day at the Hardy compound. It's like a picture of it. And she's like, uh, she over Nancy Pelosi's face, she puts Vince McMahon. And then like the paper she was ripping up says Matt's ideas. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up and let your husband worry about his job. Like, oh 
Like you, he, I do, Russ, I do not like Rebby Hardy. I want to fight that bitch. Just give me three, three minutes alone in a room with her and a baseball bat. She is the, she's the gonna be the reason why they're gonna be like, fuck it, we ain't gonna give you no contract at all. You don't want it. We we don't want you either. Get the fuck out of here. At least that's what I would do. And then I would be like, tell your bitch to shut the fuck up on Twitter. But that was when he came back. I, I'm I just I mean this goes back to Matt Riddle's wife. But it's just like when he came back, like after the last time this happened, you know, I would just be like, your wife, you know, your wife almost cost you your damn career here. You need to tell her to, to kill the fuck out. So and is this I, one of those situations where his wife is doing too much? Like she's interjecting with yes. him? Yes. Yes. Oh she just always she do it like that. She always like that. On Raw, they made it. They really did make it seem like on Raw, like this was his like farewell promo, like it was his last time, like he was gonna be there. That's why I. That's why I thought they let him cut that promo so well about you know him and uh, Jeff being the creators of the TLC and the ladder matches. Like. No, he is leaving. Yeah, he is. Oh. He still is leaving. It, it was, he just got one uh, final match. He got one final be- match next week. But. <sighs> But the thing with Freddie yeah. is that she's done this shit before when they were when the Hardys were at Impact and they were having contract problems. They were um, they were the cha- attack champs at the time. And Rebby, I wish I could find it. You could probably find the screenshots online. But Rebby Hardy went on this like 16 tweet tweet rampage of like how her dad like they brought her dad in and her dad was working for free all this and all that crap and then she put she's like i'm gonna take those tag belts and melt them down at earrings and i'm like you know if i was head of impact and i saw this shit i'd be like nah you know what uh your contract's done give me your belts and tell your wife to shut the fuck up or i'm gonna tell you for you like tell her for you i mean it's, it's too much that's too much like yeah you're a grown adult you should be able to say what you want to say true enough but at the same time, it reflects poorly on Matt and the company. So he got to calm that storm. He needs to do something. Blows my mind. If Tiff, like if me and you went on Twitter and we called out our husband's jobs by name. Like we oh, hell have, no. My husband get fired. He worked for the government. Hey, I can't do that. <laughs> I would get handed the walking papers. He'd be like, you know, your wife just went. Like they would know I went off on Twitter. Before he could even park his park the car and clock in. And that's facts. So you know, I don't I don't understand why Matt doesn't tell her to shut up. Like Rebby is just one of those girls who talk a lot of shit, but when you smack her, she's gonna cry and say, Why'd you hit me? Like, bitch for real. You had this coming. Like pretty much. Yeah. But so do you think like do you guys really think like this is Matt's final match? Because I hate to see him go out as a jobber. You know, Who? that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's do- he's done because this is, and this is kind of why I want it. Well, eventually, when we do and we talk about people who don't get her get their flowers, Matt Hardy is definitely one of those people who do not get their flowers. The top five. Very, very top of my list. One of my people who does not, not, not get the get their flowers. 
But at the same time, I love Matt. He probably does have a lot to give creatively. But at this point, I'm like, it's like, Matt, there's so much going on in wrestling. And there's so many new people that you kind of got to, you got to start thinking about You have to hang it up eventually. And I think his creative creativity could be used to elevate someone new. And I think Bully Ray has the same exact problem. He just doesn't know when to hang it up. Yes, he doesn't know when to hang it up. And yes, you still can go, but at the same time... That doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. And there's so much that you can contribute. You can contribute to prolonging this sport and elevating it and elevating the people who are were inspired by you and making sure that they go even further than you have. Yeah. You have to know when it's time to pass pass a baton. Right. And Matt Hardy has not realized that he got someone that's about 20 meters behind him coming up reaching for a baton and Bully Ray had and same thing with Bully Ray. You got it. You got to pass it. It's done. I'm sorry. And and I think it sucks because of people. It's it is because they haven't gotten the flowers that they have. I think if he was like in Jeff's shoes, not necessarily like the personal situation that Jeff is going on, but how he is so praised, I think he would be okay with being done. To be quite honest. I always thought Matt Matt was always better the better technical guy. Jeff was always a showman, and I mean I, I love Jeff Hardy. He's my favorite out of the two of them. But I always thought Mike, Matt was better on the mic. Jeff cannot cut a promo. Matt can. <laughs> okay, let's make it quick. Raw was okay. I didn't get to see SmackDown, but from the clips that I saw, it was okay. Um, <gasps> no. Dolph Ziggler is officially the the most evilest heel in existence. Fuck oh him. Here we go. I was emotionally invested. I have not been this emotionally invested and destroyed in a couple since Matt and Lita kayfabe broke up. Oh, okay. <laughs> this hurt me oh. on an emotional level, and I am suing. Oh, I'm so God. angry. Okay, hey. let's, let's put it into context for Alexa start going off, too. Now... <laughs> <laughs> we all know for weeks that Mandy Rose and Otis have kind of been dancing around a relationship with each other. Mandy's been really nice to Otis. Otis has been lusting over her for months. And finally, Valentine's Day comes around and Mandy and Otis are supposed to go on a date. So somehow, which some one of y'all can probably clear it up, Otis got a text message that said Mandy was going to be late. So Otis was late, okay? So while Mandy was sitting at the restaurant waiting for Otis, Dolph Ziggler shows up, all right? Now Otis shows up later, and Otis has flowers and sees those two sitting at the table clinking glasses and kikiing and shit, and it just broke Otis's heart to pieces. And poor little Otis just dropped his flowers and just walked out. And I was like, oh, oh, my heart. My poor little heart. 
And I mean, when I say everybody was going ballistic, Nia Jax was going in. Tucker was threatening to skin Dolph Ziggler's straw hair ass alive. That's somebody who needs to... <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, let, let's start with you, bitch. Because you need some Pantene Pro-V. Okay? I'm tired of you showing up to Raw with your dry ass hair flailing around everywhere. Go get a fucking haircut, bitch. You're not Shawn Michaels. You'll never be Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. And even Shawn Michaels got his hair cut. When his hair started balding, he cut his hair. You're not balding, but your shit is too fucking thick. You run around here and your locks thicker than Mandy's, Charlotte's. That don't make no fucking sense. Go yeah. get that shit trimmed and thinned down. It's not cute. You out here wearing fucking Von Dutch trucker hats and Juicy Couture um, sweatpants shirts. I'm tired of you and your shenanigans. Go sit your bitch ass down somewhere. Now, Mandy Rose, your ass is ignorant as fuck, too. You should know better. Bitch, you supposed to be God's greatest greatest creation to women, to men, to the whole fucking world, and you can't tell that this nigga is fucking over your shit. Okay, now it ain't like Otis is a nasty, sloppy ass bitch. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> Otis, you is shaped like a lima bean. I ain't gonna front. Come okay? on, but you got you got a good heart. Okay, we love you. But I'm just saying, Mandy, you, even you, your ass know how to do the, the trickery and the tricks, bitch. You was fucking with Naomi a couple years back, yeah. fucking up her shit. And you trying to tell me you don't see what the fuck going on here? Lies. I don't believe it. Get your eyes checked. Get your titties checked. Your coochie checked. All that <laughs> shit. Get it together, ho. Clean a thought. Get your shit together, okay? We don't have time. All right? Now, you sitting up there waiting for Otis to show up, and this straw-haired-ass motherfucker show up in jeans and a motherfucking jacket. How the fuck you put that outfit together? Where did you get it from, bitch? He did. He Where did. you get it from? He did. I'm trying to figure. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This bitch got a nice red dress on. The restaurant set look nice. Everybody dressed. Here you come in here dressed like you finna go on the road for your next Walmart tour. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand it. What are you doing? No, no, he don't need he don't need Pantene Pro V. He needs to go to the dollar store or Dollar General. He needs to get him some vitamin E. He needs to get him some aloe vera and, and some fucking coconut oil and all that shit and put it on hair and it'll like look like he hasn't been for the last two decades of his career been flat ironing it every time he goes out. That shit dead. It's gone. It's gone, Dolph. It is gone. Bitch, if you can't use Pantene Pro-V, I'll even go cheaper. Go get some VO5, bitch. Okay? Get you some Suave, bitch. Okay? Do something. But you, you, you not selling it for me. I, I don't, I don't see you. I want you to go home. You and Robert Rude with his short-ass arms, y'all got to go home. Um, my, my thing is, 
I don't like I don't like I don't like Dolph Ziggler. Everyone in the group chat knows I don't like Dolph Ziggler. I'm not <laughs> gonna go on a tangent of why I don't like him. But here are some few things. Uh-oh. Mandy, Mandy, tell him you him. are going to entertain. You might not like him. She might. You might eventually go back to Otis, and that might get resolved. But you are going to entertain someone who has dated Trisha Paytas tell him, tell him, and tell Amy Schumer. Oh! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. You are going to entertain someone who has dated Trisha Paytas uh-huh. and Amy Schumer. There is a million and one things wrong with both them bitches. Facts. Especially Trisha, seeing as how, you know, just recently that bitch told everybody she was transgender. Mm-hmm. And she ain't. And then she married herself and trolled the whole trolled the whole internet and told everybody she was getting married when she was just marrying fucking cardboard. Not to mention a few years back when the bitch was using the kind of cum they use in the porn videos. The bitch put a hundred layers. <laughs> Come on her face. What? Oh, yes. Sorry, kids. Was she, <laughs> was she not as a child? Is that her problem? Like, uh, her, yeah, the only thing that would have made that nastier is if she would have found a motherfucker to give her that much cup. But clearly she couldn't. Ew. So she went and bought her, she went and bought the jizz and put it on her face. A hundred layers. Sure did. I guess Jason Nash wasn't really doing it for. Mm, well, he don't do it for nobody. But that's not in the point, Nicole. I'm sorry for cutting you off, baby. Go ahead. But yeah. um, <laughs> but my thing is, it's just, just Mandy, you gonna fuck someone who's fu- who's put their penis inside Trisha Paytas, mm. their whole entire. Penis. Oh, and not, and this is even the worst one. Don't forget oh, no. Sunny. I forgot Sunny for a second too. And not <laughs> bad, not bad bitch Sunny. This is old, ran through five million times. What? Looks like Sunny? a hamster Sunny. Mm. He's got Sunny. <laughs> yes, you don't remember? It was like a thing. She put him on blast on Facebook. <laughs> Mandy. Uh-huh. Mandy, oh, you ain't have to write that lady down like that. Y'all are reading the eyeballs out of these people tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you are a very beautiful girl. I, I will not. I will not lie. Oh my god! If, if you're with a guy like Dolph, um, go down to the free clinic the minute it opens and uh, get yourself checked. That is okay. Okay. They say Dolph Ziggler is one of the nicest guys back there. I don't. I I do believe it. I do. But he just got questionable taste in bitches. And I just, I, I can't fuck with a motherfucker who, who, who likes fucking a, a bitch who looks like a cabbage patch. And then <laughs> he, Trisha Paytas looked like she just went to the doctor and told him, give her everything on her face. I mean, I... I, I that 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 makes me question your methods. It made me question your 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 taste. Cause I'm like even 
even if for some reason these people gave you some type of mental stimulation, which is highly unlikely, I one would have to ask where's your mental at for you to be entertained by these types of bitches. Oh my god, you guys. I just went and Googled this lady y'all was talking about. He <laughs> 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 ain't know what she looked so like. Well, also, you got to think about this. Um, would you really want to be fucking Nikki Bella's leftovers? I forgot she went with him, too. That's Dang. I wouldn't do it. That's pretty much what happened. I mean... <laughs> they had Bailey going up against Carmella, and Bailey won. So... Well... I want to talk about this real quick. So, there it looks like they're going to build up a three-way dance at the Saudi show. And we all know how Lacey and Addie were treated last when they went. And granted, I'm not taking anything away from them because they those two women made history. We will never see that again. I really... My personal thing, and I'm not trying to, you know, play favorites or anything, but I really, just for her safety, I don't want Naomi to go overseas. I don't want her to go to Saudi. Because just the way they treated two blonde women, I don't know how they would react to somebody like her. And that scares the shit out of me, honestly. Well, um, she seems to want to go. And... As long as she's all right with it, and you know, I have no doubt that WWE will protect them. I mean, I'm not, I I can't say I will watch the Saudi show because I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it, and I don't like the way WWE was handling it. And they got a lot of bad press because of it. And they are the ones who helped help kick off this green initiative for Saudi to look like a new tourist destination. And then it it really overshadowed what was happening there. And they don't understand the power that they had in the middle of all of that. They just figure, oh, well, we're not dealing with the politics. We're, we're trying to entertain and get people to, to be interested in WWE. What you have to understand is entertainment can be used in politics against you or for you. They've done it for years. The And the politicians have used video games as a platform to say that they turning kids' brains to mush and they causing them to be violent, even though there's countless of studies that says they're not causing children to become violent. They have done the same thing with wrestling. They've demonized it in the public. They've said that this inspires Violence, once again, it causes people to be want to be doing backyard wrestling and all this other stuff, which is why WWE has changed and shifted their narrative, not to mention Linda was running for office at the time. They had to clean up so she could, you know, run. Now she a part of the Trump administration. So WWE is forever tied to politics, no matter what they do. They should have remained neutral and stayed out of Saudi period. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. So now we're in a situation where 
they have this match, and this match is also another monumental match for the Saudi event. It'll be another women's match, but this time, those women and girls over there get to see women competing for a title, and somebody's going to win it in Saudi. So it's a double-edged sword. You don't want to see that match being wasted in Saudi because one, the men that are there and some of the women that still have those old ways are not going to receive it as well as they could. And number two, it is, they're not, to me, some of them just ain't worthy of the match. You just not, because last time they had them women there, they was throwing bottles of water at them. Yep. And I'm like, the disrespect and for you to be a grown ass man, I don't give a fuck what you believe in and I'm not going to disrespect your religion, but the sheer fact that you would throw a bottle of water and hit another human being makes you a piece of shit. I don't care if you worship in God or you worship the devil. That's some bullshit. And you lucky that it wasn't somebody who it was somebody who actually respected the custom. Cause you ain't had a hood rat bitch in there. They lost their motherfucking <laughs> shit. Somebody would have been getting their ass whooped. I'm just saying, it's not, it's not okay. But at the same time, for WWE's sake, this and then another issue, they had problems with them getting them back home. Yes. Yep. Now, if they don't correct this this time. And charter the damn jets so that they can get their people in and out of this country. They are some fools. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, they got a WWE jet. They got one for the corporation. I know damn well that the McMahons got their own fucking jet. Okay? I know they got one. Triple H got his own shit. Okay? I know that they all had their own stuff. So fuel them bitches up and everybody get on them jets and y'all fly back and just eat the fucking cost. Y'all made a billion plus dollars off of that deal in Saudi last year. A billion dollars is what you reported. That's sad, man. So what are you what are you gonna do? Just make sure you can get the people over there and get them back. Y'all got this deal for, what, the next eight years now? That was a 10-year deal. So whether we like it or not, they're going to be going back over there again for the next eight years. Yeah. So it is, it's unfortunate. But like I said, if Naomi wants to go, Who's going to stop her? And I'm, she's just going to have to deal. Like, it can't be no worse than what she deal with as a black woman over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can't even open her Twitter without being called anything from a monkey to uh, the N-word to her hair's nappy. She needs to straighten it. What, what did one guy call her? Uh, freaking... I had a Frankenstein bullshit like that. One person said her hair looked like a Brillo pad. She need to comb it. Um, we don't we don't need to see wow. you on TV. We don't want to see. It's just all kind of stuff. So I I'm like, I thought about it now. I'm like, well, what what could be worse than what she dealing with right now? Besides being I don't think I don't think she's gonna go. I think 
honestly, I would rather her go to either Elimination Chamber or go to Mania. Let Carmella go to... Um, <laughs> let Carmella... Let Carmella go to Saudi. I would hope that they would let Carmella be the one to go. But I, I see Naomi going. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it's no shade. I, I mean, Naomi knowing, you know, her heritage, her skin color, I think she knows she's going to have to take some extra precautionary steps and measurements just going over there anyway, being in that atmosphere with certain individuals with those types of mindsets. So, like you said, they need to have a strategy for getting in there safely and exiting safely and on time and everything because we don't want anything to happen like last time when they were over there looking crazy. Right. Everybody was mad about that. Right. And it's not like they can drink or anything to pass the time. Yeah, that's because, <laughs> So you stuck you stuck over there being potentially in danger and sober. You got me messed up. That's what that make me mad. Yeah, that, that's a no bueno. If I think I'm going to die, I'm at least going to go out not sober. <laughs> at least give me some liquor, bitch. <laughs> Can't smoke yeah. or nothing. Yeah, some okay. moonshine? Hell yeah, I'll just break that and throw up and pass out and hope, you know, just wake me up for the plane ride home. That's all I have. Shit. Okay. Yeah, literally, that's all you need to do. Hell, I do that now when I go on plane. Shit. <laughs> okay, so did y'all watch NXT this week? Yeah. So, I mean, I saw a little bit of it. I didn't catch the whole show. It felt a little flat for me personally, building up towards um, Portland. Hmm. Have you guys noticed that like the go home shows? Have like for NXT or the main roster have been like usually that's like the one that has the most build up, but like have they been like flat to you guys lately or has it just been me? No, they like that. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. So it's not just you. It's it's it really is like that. (laughs) I don't know. It's just been very weird. I and honestly, I know I'm under the very unpopular opinion as a entirety. I believe Raw has been better cohesive-wise. Yes, there are both, like, most of my favorite wrestlers are on SmackDown. And the wrestling, you, eh, wrestling is usually better, but I feel like Raw has a more linear storylines. The storylines might be trash, but at least they're cohesive. And I feel like for SmackDown, they're just like, they'll, okay, they'll have on banger matches, but then you'll have a bunch of weird bullshit in between. And the <laughs> only consistent, and it's true, the only consistent storyline is that has okay. been good is Mandy and Otis. That's it. Well, okay. I disagree with Nicole on that. I think SmackDown is cohesive and they're, they have a continuing storyline. And I think Raw is extremely sporadic. I don't, I don't see it the way she sees it. When I watch Raw, the um, the consistent storylines now are Randy and Edge's storyline, and it's Messiah bullshit that Seth pulled out of his ass. And then, um, what else? You got Liv and Ruby, which that just started. Mm-hmm. 
And then you still... Brock and Ricochet, that just started. But there's really no other storylines other than the first ones I mentioned. On Raw, there is. There's You got Roman and Corbin storyline. It's been going on for the last, what, five, six months now? Unfortunately. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) You got Randy Otis. This shit needs to end at Saudi. It is I, end at Saudi. Yeah, I can't. And this is no, no offense to, to Roman or Baron Corbin as a person, but if I have to sit through one more of those damn matches, I'm gonna scream. I I no nope nope nope. I can't do it anymore. I can't. <laughs> you've got Roman and Corbin. You've got Mandy and Otis. You had Bailey had Lacey. So that was continuous, and then there was nothing, and then you had something. All right, ladies and gents, I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. Now, you can follow us on social media at DownForTheCount19 on Twitter, and of course, at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. And of course, you can follow our homie, our friend, our boy, WrestleShay underscore TNS on Instagram. And he also has a YouTube, which is really awesome because you can see the videos in their entirety on YouTube. And he also has some more videos that are more like hot topics or you know, popular viral things that are being discussed. He does a lot. So you guys can watch some really cool content on his YouTube channel. Make sure you guys go and check that out. And if you have anything that you want us to discuss, make sure that you hit us up on our social media or here on Anchor through the voice messenger. Or if you just want to send us a message and give us your thoughts, your takes on wrestling this week, the topics we spoke about or anything just send us a voice message and we'll include you in our episode of Down for the Count. So now that I've done my little promo for our guest and for ourselves, you can get back to the show. I hope you guys enjoy. Something going on with Strowman and Shinsuke, that ended, sort of. They're still going with that. They just added Elias to the mix. So you got Elias and Braun going up against Shinsuke and his weird-ass collective with Sami Zayn and Cesaro. There are continuing storylines going. I find SmackDown to be more... It's repetitive, that I will say. No, I get I get what you're saying, but it's just... I can't, I can't sit through... And I'm probably my ADD talking, but I just can't sit through... Another Baron Corbin Roman Reigns match, though. So I can't, can't do it. Like yeah. I'm already, I'm already too much because of AEW. I don't need another thing to add on to it. Yeah, I, I feel like Raw has been having really good storylines, but I feel like on the other hand, SmackDown has had like the returns, like um, the Usos coming back, Naomi, John Morrison, stuff like that. I feel like we got returns on Friday Night Smackdown, but as far as, like, storylines and good storylines, Raw has been given, like, consistent good storylines. I personally feel that way, so. Yeah, I mean, these two 
like the Lana Lashley Rusev thing going on. I can't stand it. But it's just <laughs> when it's a good raw, the time like I don't know how this feels for everybody else, but it's like when it's a good raw, to me it goes fast because I'll look down and I'll be like, oh, it's already ten o'clock. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But when it's a when it's a bad raw, I mean like I'm like, okay, so it's, it's got to be on like only two more hours. And you look at your phone, you're like, why is it only 8.30? Like, <laughs> SmackDown, it just constantly seems to go. And I know people are like, well, Raw's three hours long. Yeah, if you're three hours long, give me three hours of entertainment. Don't just give me, you know, promo, 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 backstage stuff, and then give me a squash match of, uh, Alistair Black and some local talent. Like, that's 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 boring. I'm like, what the hell? Like, give him give him a feud. I don't care if you put him back with Murphy again. Just give him something to do besides the local talent. You know, don't give me Eric Rowan and his weird ass little chia pet from hell. I don't <laughs> and we still don't know what's in the cage. Oh my god. I really don't want to know what's in that damn. Cage. Like, I don't. I'm just like I'm fucking just like I'm done with being bored. And I've told these two before. I like, like being entertained. When I'm watching to be entertained, I'm sacrificing three hours of my life on Monday to make it good. But I don't know. I Smackdown Smackdown to me is just the thing. So, yes, the SmackDown might have that. I don't know. It's just more consistent to me. So I feel like Raw has had the time to kind of, like, explain things more. And the thing is, like, I love SmackDown, but nothing. I have not been. The only time I was looked for, I was happy when I, or was, like, super excited about SmackDown was when John Morrison returned and when Naomi came back and then when Usos popped up. There nothing on that side of the brand makes me be like, oh, like I wonder what any what they're gonna do for Mania or what like I literally don't care what any of body on that <laughs> side is doing for Mania. And I'm not just saying it to be mean or funny, but I'm serious. I literally don't care what anyone on that side of the fence does for Mania because nothing is like attached like attached to me. Like I don't like I just don't care. And you I, have, and like my favorite people, and I just don't care what I don't honestly. They could all sit at home for mania, and I wouldn't, I would not blink an eye. I'd be like, okay, cool, I'll see y'all next year. <laughs> I, Damn. I actually agree with her on that one because when you look at the stories, the stories have played themselves out on like the pay per views. So when you when you while you're thinking about Mania, there's nothing that is enticing you to watch Mania from SmackDown side. So that part she's right about. I just I prefer my I don't want my SmackDown or my shows to be predictive, but I do want some substance to my stories. I don't want to have I don't want to have a story this week and then two weeks later they're on to something different. You're not even trying to build the story you're not trying to build the superstar i get the reasoning behind baron and roman's feud it was a tit for tat thing for both of them 
It was to give something Roman, Roman something to do outside of the title, but it was also to build Corbin up as a viable heel. Now, did it work? <laughs> Hell no. Like, it really made people hate him even more, which to the powers that be, heat is heat. You know, they don't give a damn. All they care about is that people hate him. They're like, yes, it's working. But it depends on your definition of working. If people are no longer interested and they actually hate this man, that's not good heat. But if you've got a, a character like Randy Orton, Randy goes out there and attacks Edge right after he gives this massive-ass speech about coming back and being coming back to wrestling and being able to wrestle and after Rumble and Randy just decimates him, that's good heat. There's a big difference. So I I don't want them to be so flighty. That's my problem with Raw. The storylines are very flighty and sometimes there's just no rhyme or reason to them. Like Lana and Lashley's storyline, we always talk about this, but that was one of the biggest pieces of their storyline since Heyman truly took over. And it just wasn't the right people in place to make it sure it worked right. And then on top of that, you've got Lana overacting and she's overselling everything, so it's not real, it's not believable, and you just don't, yeah. you're just here, you're just there for the, the salaciousness of it. And then after that's over, you're sitting there like, okay, what are we left with? It was just Rusev's off TV for two weeks, he's gone. Lashley's thrown into this bullshit match with Ricochet and Seth, which we all knew Ricochet was gonna win. Again. <laughs> That's my point. It it was it there there are no feuds on Raw that are that have substance other than Ruby and Liv's feud, which like I said, it just started. And then you've got Randy and Edge's feud. That has weight. Severe weight. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, like and there's no shade to KO and Samoa Joe and and Seth Rollins. But the problem with their feud is Number one, nobody gives a fuck about Seth Rollins being the Messiah. Nobody cares. I truly don't. And I could take Seth or leave him at this point. Samoa Joe and KO needed somebody of substance to go up against. And even though Seth was the viable guy, he just, to me, I don't even think he believed the character he's portraying. I just don't. So I don't, I don't have no weight to that one either. So I just feel like you raw, their the, their show is okay, but there's nothing that makes me go, ooh, I gotta see what's gonna happen this week. There's nothing on SmackDown that does it, but I'm secure in knowing. Okay, I know what storylines happening this week with SmackDown. I know where it's gonna go. Boom. Let's see what they're gonna do with this. But with raw, you you kind of got a bag of dicks and you're trying to figure out which dick you're gonna pull out. <laughs> He's like, okay, let me juggle number five right quick. Shout out to Kay, because she the one who, you know, she always got a back dick. But anyway, I, you have to, you're trying to figure out which one. Like, bitch, I don't know. Do I want the rabbit or do I just want the regular deal, though? I guess today we get the regular. Because it's not, it's just not, it's just, it don't give me nothing. I just, uh, I'll scream it from the rooftop, man. I just, like, I need to be entertained. Like, you have to, you have to give us drama. You have to give us comedy you have to you know 
like that's why it's like when the three prophets came out i'm like okay they're acting like a greek chorus because they're pretty much like they used to run through the show and i'm like hey for all those of you who have not been paying attention this is what's been going on thank you college uh drama teacher whose name i can't think of right now even though you're one of my favorites <laughs> But, you know, that's what that's what the thing is. And it's just like, I'm not getting it. That's why people were so entranced with the, the Mandy Otis line because like or angle, because like who has not been in Otis's position? Like, you know, you finally, you, you know, you get screwed out of the date of like the person you want to date. And it's it breaks your heart. Like, that's why people are talking about it. Shana jumped Becky. She bit Becky on the back of the neck, had blood all over Becky comes back as the epic hero, challenges Shayna to, uh, to a match. And, I mean, like, that's what people are looking for. I have nothing with this Baron Corbin, Roman Reigns thing. There's no um, shit. Brains just weren't blank on me. What You, you said it last week, uh, Tiff. There's nothing for this feud to go to. It's just Baron Corbin is a bitch. Roman has proven <laughs> that he is a bitch. We all know he's a bitch. <laughs> right. Like, what? What's? I can't say payoff because I I I understand the slow burn, but what is the the driving force to to this? I, I want to know that because you you said something about this tip. I can't fucking remember to save my life. Fuck. Um. All that drinking during AEW is really starting to kill my memory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, like no no um no driving force something like that like now like Corbin came out and he was talking shit about like Roman's family even though I don't like family being bought in because it's cheap heat and like he jumped the Usos and he's going after his family and blah 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 that I would understand because Roman has a reason to go off go after Corbin it's just like he know and it's like all Corbin sees is like this is the big guy on campus who I have to take down. And he, my G, once he's had you eat dog food, you, you can't come back from that. Like, no, <laughs> you can't. As a heel, when you get dog food dumped on you, you can't, ha- you can't come back from that. You can't. Well, like, apparently, all he needed was a scepter to do that. So, how did he become Smith? After he got drilled through, you know, dog poop, that he was no that like that haunted him for the rest of his career. Like poor bulldog, he deserved better. <laughs> <laughs> really did. Okay. Well, did anybody watch the AEW or NWA Power, MLW? I managed. To I did watch NWA Power. I did not watch AEW. No, Melina had got, a match with um some lady. I don't know the lady's name. Um, Tasha Steeles. Okay, she had a match with her. And then Allison, I've seen a clip with Allison. Is her name Allison K? Yes. yes. And she was Anna talking. Is her real name. Okay, and she was talking to that black girl that was um, in the group with Thunder Rosa and Melina, I'm guessing. Marty Bell. Okay, that's her name. And she was talking to her, you know, and I was, because I haven't watched it, and I only get the cliff notes from you guys. 
So I came across it on YouTube and I was listening to her talk and I'm like, okay, so y'all used to be friends. Now you're no longer friends. And I'm assuming it's because of Melina and what she's gotten in her ear and told her. And I did see that Melina beat Tasha Steele and she was just like, I'm declaring I want to match with Thunder Rosa. So my question to y'all is, what exactly do you think Melina's end game is? I'm assuming it's to get this title and to screw Rosa out the title and to basically I don't I'm I'm confused as to why Melina didn't just go after the title to begin with. Because we all know Melina. She's been playing the same character since she came on WWE. She's a manipulative little <laughs> bitch. Oh okay. I'm not gonna Maybe I shouldn't have asked. I feel like <laughs> her character, man. She has not once ever changed up her character. We all know how Melina works. She always acts like she's your best friend, and then you get something that she wants, and then she's gonna take it from you. And it's the same character arc she's had for what, twenty years? Feels like twenty years because I'm sick of her already. Oh, I think I don't think because here's the one thing I'll give. Uh, in- way they don't play hot potato with their titles like allison k had that title for a really long fucking time like so i don't think because i know their women's division is isn't as big as like aew or you know wwe they only have like a handful of women wrestlers but i don't think that she should give the title this quickly. She just got there like in the last year. Like she just showed up. I don't think that she should be going around demanding title shots when she hasn't really done anything except those stupid ass screams that she does. Like, <laughs> I don't like her. I think she can go fuck off. There's I said my piece. Okay, well, Nicole, what what do you what do you think? Because the question I asked was, why didn't Melina just go after the title initially? Um, I it was just her playing up to it was just her being like sneaky, because her character on a on NWA Power is very calculating, very sneaky, so on and so on. So that's very on brand for her to be like oh, well, I'm masquerading as I'm putting together this little group of women because where I want to elevate you and blah, blah. And so she got Thunder Rosa to the title and then she started and then Thunder and then, and then Rosa was starting to see like the cracks. Okay. Start seeing like, okay, like this lady's like talking some bullshit. Like, she's really, like, I can't trust her. And then it okay. turns out she can't trust her. Okay, I was trying to just get some clarity. Because I'm like, it seemed like Allison K trying to hip old girl to the game. And she just she just not hearing it. And I was just like, well, what is going on here? Because I had no clue. I think Allison Kane is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She has such odd features. Allison K, her character is very much like, you know, very no nonsense. She doesn't like bullshit. And, you know, Melina, Melina got into Marty Bell's ear and she turned her against, uh, against her. 
And, you know, ever since then, Allison's kind of been like, look, you need to wake up and wipe the bullshit away from your eyes because she's just using you. You know, there was like one episode she uh, Marty lost a match and Melina got in the ring and started yelling at her and slapping her. And then she was like, next week, they're like, oh, we're all good. We're fine. We're good. And I'm like, this bitch just slapped you. Um, She would be dead if that was me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got to follow her in the back like a little obedient puppy dog. And then come out the next week acting like everything's fine and we're all la-di-da holding hands and singing kumbaya. Like, no. Did Nick Aldis have any interaction with Marty Scroll? Or? Um, I don't remember. Um, yeah, so he confirmed that he, he will pay for the, he will pay the half a million if he does lose. Oh shit! Half a million. Yep. Yeah. So what Nick. So Nick. Fuck? All this because you remember how I talked about. He was saying that he wanted, he wanted him to refund all of the people's tickets if he lost. Right. So he he was like, well, I started thinking about it, and the prestige of this title and all the money and the money that it makes for the company, me going to different places and it getting seen also is X amount of money. I think tack that on to it. Uh, there you go. Half a million. Oh, wow. Yeah, all, this, all this is trying to, it's good. He, his thing is he likes to embarrass his, his opponents. So he'll hit them and like, he'll find their weak spot. And then I understand though because like him and marty were making it all about like money and marty was talking about like how much he was struggling all that and everything i'm just like this is really awkward why are you guys talking about money like we know you got money you ain't got i don't think you have that much money but i don't know it's it's really weird but the more i see nick all this the more i just got to tell mickey james good job mickey <laughs> no, honestly, a good crop of those men, I was looking at them and I was like, man, mm-hmm. this is like a good plucking of of white men that are over here. Who found all these <laughs> who found all these guys? Because I was so far and I was looking at James Storm and I didn't realize you know how fucked up it is to not realize you are attracted to someone even though you look at them like pretty much every week and then you're looking at him. <laughs> well, it's going to be my cow, my uh, cowgirl auntie if she marries James Stewart. Oh my God. Help us, God. <laughs> and then I was looking at Eli Drake too and I said, Eli Drake is very handsome too. He is. I like him a lot. I would never give Eli Drake the time of day when he was in TNA or Impact. I was just like, oh no, he looked, he aged, he aged. Um, he needed the age. That's what some of those guys' problems that were in TNA that look better now they needed to age. Mm. They needed some miles ran on them. Damn. Like James <laughs> TNA or Impact TNA. I don't care much for him, but like I can understand why you think he's attractive. Like I really do. But. Like I same thing with um, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre needed to get some needed to get some miles ran on him first. 
Drew McIntyre is fucking hot. Period. I've been telling you. Yeah, that. he. I didn't, but I. You. I look at him from like back in the day when he first. I'm like, ooh, no. No, oh, he put all that weight on. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I think the facial hair made a difference for Drew McIntyre too. Yes. I love the facial hair. Drew out there looks like a newborn baby, like all clean and fresh face. And now it's like, damn. I don't like, I don't, I don't like no, I don't like no bare face, man. Unless he look right like that. Like I put it this way, John Cena probably would look like a creeper with with a beard and a and a goatee, but he looks fine when he's shaving. But I don't like that because I feel like you, you're fucking a little boy. I need a man. You're going to be a man. <laughs> and get get your chin strap or go get you a beard. Something. You got to grow up. Period. You hit puberty, bitch. Let that shit grow like it's supposed to. I don't... Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, that's like when guys like wax their balls. Like I think that's so odd. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be like... <laughs> oh my God. Guys actually do that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you know Okay, I'm gonna say this. Don't fucking judge me. You don't wanna put no hairy ass ball in your mouth. Alright? You don't no. wanna put a ball in your mouth and you got goddamn pubic hair caught in your teeth. That's nasty. So I go through the pain and wax your balls. At least you trying. I'd rather you do that. Don't judge me either. I have a husband. I have to keep my husband, okay? I have to do shit. To I'm, not, I'm not judging you. I just think it's when I get my eyebrows black. I to understand how... Ow. Oh, damn. Ow. I hope y'all know a good exotician. Holy shit. Also to you guys, if I may weigh in just a smidge. <laughs> I cannot believe we're talking about shaving balls, but um Oh, we've talked about worse on here. <laughs> I think it's something that guys kinda do do. Um like you know, like for when like guys like perspire a lot and like cleaning down there just doesn't get it. Sometimes you just gotta shave it all off and start mm-hmm. all over again. <laughs> That makes sense. Because, you know, you get a little dick cheese. That's nasty. That's real nasty. I don't want... (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want you to look like you're 13. Like, that creeps me out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you don't want the full-on porn star look. You don't like that. You need a little bit of hair. Yeah. Just keep it trimmed and clean. Yeah, down there. literally, just maintain it. Honestly, you can have hair down there and just trim it, keep it like even, and it's fine. Well, they ain't gonna cut no bonsai bushes in the dick stuff, so I mean, <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly got a got a good weave in too. They ain't gonna do that. I don't like when you got little beads of hair, and then you got this entire bush engulfing your dick. I don't like that. I feel like <laughs> you trying to trick me. Yeah, I'm dead ass. Before I got married, I I had a dude, and me and him was cool, and it came down down the time to do the deed, and he dropped a trowel, and I'm looking, and I'm like, bitch, 
Why do it look like your pubic hair is eating your dick? What is going on? <laughs> I'm not, I don't look, I don't judge you, okay? If you got an average-sized dick, cool. Work with what you got. As long as you know how to use the bitch, I don't care. But when I'm looking, and all I see is a massive, we not talking, okay, we not talking about just a little bit of pubic hair. We're talking the whole V, okay? Oh, my God. Think about it. Think about it, okay? The whole V covered in very thick, coarse black hair and then it like trickled like ombre out to like really thin beads of hair on his thighs and I'm just looking what do you want me to do with that oh my god <laughs> like, so we not gonna do this I'm like bitch is you eating hard I can't see it what do you want from me other than a trim Oh my god. Cause I'm gonna go get the shears, bitch. Like what? <laughs> the weed eater, the weed whacker. Yeah. That that's what I'm talking about. Now I don't mind you having no hair around your shit. It's a little bit, it's just a little bush. That's how I grow. But I'm you I'm talking full on just goddamn ant and bee colony all around your dick and shit. No. Oh my no. I'm not <laughs> Oh my God! The best way I can explain it is think Candyman. Oh Jesus! Oh. And I was like, it's time for me to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies, this goes the same way too. Cause I'm gonna be honest. Hell yeah! My one, my one friend, he's like, look, I'm gonna tell you this. He goes, some most guys do not like the whole clean-shaven women down there. Because it makes them feel weird. Now, if you want to do it for a special occasion, like your anniversary or his birthday or something like that, it's cool. But you got to think that shit grows back and you get in, uh, ingrown hairs. It's not fun. Just, <laughs> just keep that shit clean. You know, use your razor. Use a like, like some girls I know use electric ones to clean it up because they get the closer shave. Just. Just keep your genitals clean. Like, goddamn. People walking around smelling like goddamn old fish tacos, man. Like, fuck. Oh, yeah. wow. Jesus. My lord. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we're going to segue out of the fish tacos. And we, 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 we're not going to do that. We gonna, we no, are, we're, we're, this is done. <laughs> we are going to talk about wrestling news. Oh, we forgot MLW. Did we? Yeah, forgot. Yeah, not too much went on in MLW, though, so. It was actually, I don't want to spoil it because it was Fatu versus Brian Pillman Jr. Um, yeah. Another great match. Just go watch it. It's just, it was really great. I don't, it's like one of those matches where I want people to watch and I and don't spoil it. Like, it was really good. And I guess we have to talk about AEW. No, <laughs> I really don't want to. Well, it's, I didn't watch it. And I'd even, I haven't watched, I honestly haven't watched 
AEW in like two weeks. I will watch it. I have my days off are correct now, so I will watch Dark at least. But I feel like it's like nothing. Again, nothing happened. Like literally um, nothing happened that I know of that was important. There's two things. Um, one, give me more Sunny Kiss versus Jimmy Havoc because that was actually a really good match. Um, and, and I guess we could segue into news with this one. So, Tiff, want to go ahead and segue into news for us? <laughs> okay. So now it's time for wrestling news. Mm-hmm. And we got we got two two pieces of information this time. Then we gonna we gonna let Wrestle Shay come in and give us his topic, and then we gonna move into top five. So, Alexis, what's what's in the news? All right. Well, um, congratulations first off to the new AEW Women's Champion Nyla Rose. Fucking finally. Right, facts. Um, well, unfortunately, this is the modern era, and we are not allowed to have nice things. Um, the minute fucking Nyla Rose won, the internet lost its mind because a trans woman is now women's champ. Um, the ignorance of people blows my mind, honestly. Um, and people have been coming for her. They've been calling her it. He, that's man. Why is a man holding the women's title? Really just, it's really, really, really shit that just pisses me off. Um, I know Nyla's a, a big girl. She can take care of herself. But, like, as a decent person, knowing, knowing that she sees this, she doesn't have to go through this. It's fucking ridiculous. And then... uh. Y'all remember Val Venus by any chance? Yeah, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> well, he decided to come out of his uh, little pot haze because now he runs a dispensary. Oh, goody. He decided to pop off on Facebook. And I quote from old man fashion. He goes on Facebook of all places. He's right. From everywhere. Look, if you rant on Facebook, that means you're banned from Twitter. So, I mean, that's, this is the only spot you have left. Unless or you, you don't know how to use it. Unless you want to brave Tumblr. All right. right. So, this is because if y'all don't know, Kayfabe News is kind of like the onion, the hard times where they make like fake stories. And they did one where it's like transgender wrestler has its unfair advantage. Or, argues imbecile about rigged sport that was like the title of a story and it was pretty much i recommend go reading it because it was basically kfa news just dragged all these people who were talking shit about nyla and um so i guess venus took this like as real and he didn't get the joke oh god this, this is what he wrote WTF is happening in pro wrestling these days. Insane. Insane is all capitalized, guys, because he's got to make his point. I feel for all the real females who are denied their opportunity to shine because a male has been given the women's title. Fairness is the issue. Social conditioning is the goal. To all real women who work so hard to get you to get to you, you all are 
Oh, what the fuck, Val? To all the real women <laughs> who work so hard to get to you all are. Learn to spell, dude. My heart goes out to you. You will have to wait for the writers to stop their BS before you can continue to thrive. Okay. And in response to that, my favorite wrestling dude on the internet, Brian Zane. <laughs> I love this guy. I shared this on our Twitter, so go check it out. Uh, uh, DT, or whatever tip puts, she'll probably put the commercial right in here while I'm starting. <laughs> I think I would know our social media by now. Um, <laughs> he put, uh, Ryan Zane went on and he did a Valvina's impression. And he goes, you know, the big Valvoski, uh, uh, big Valvoski is like, uh, transgender views. It was once irrelevant to think it was okay. Once relevant to think it was all right, but as times change, it's just, got, uh, or he, I mean, he dragged him. I can't do it. Cause, um, but. <laughs> So I wanted to ask y'all, what do you think of not only having a well an actual real champion in AEW, but um, what do you think about having a black trans woman as AEW champion? And how do you think that they're going to handle like the so-called backlash that people are threatening to give AEW because she is now a title holder? Um. Well, first off, I just think I don't know why I, honestly anybody is paying attention or or like giving Valvinos the time of day. Like he's literally a washed off bigot porn star. So again, I don't I don't understand why any and also he wasn't like he was a shit wrestler and his name his wrestling name is literally named after penis so again why is this relevant why is it like why are people giving this a time of day like i don't understand that's my thing i just have to report the news don't (laughs) no i'm just serious as like a whole like when people were going off about him someone i forgot which wrestler it was but was it Eric Stevens? I think it was Eric Stevens. And he was like the most fascinating. He's like, I don't know why. I, he said something about Val Venus needs to just find. He's like, Val Venus is unemployed. So again, why are we giving him the time of day? That's <laughs> really? Like, bitch, you broke. I'm not listening to you. Oh. <laughs> he's bitching on Facebook, so he's pretty much like everyone's racist grandpa at this point. Yeah, so like, it's like who fuck who gives a fuck? So and then moving on to Nyla should have been the champion in the first place. Thanks. No one Rio was she was kinda gaining traction for a little bit and then she like disappeared because she had to go go to stardom, do shit in Japan. And I feel like if they knew that, so this is why Kenny's booking of the women's division gives is the dumbest thing in the world because he has such a hard dick for all of these people in Japan. And no offense, they're all very talented and whatnot, but it's just such a waste of resources and time because they can't be here all the time. A, because a lot of them are in stardom. 
and I forgot the other company over there. And then New Shimmer. Japan is also in sh- no Shimmer's. Um, I think it's American based. Shimmer's American based. Okay. We're mostly American based. It's stardom. Oh, God, what the? F- oh God, it's gonna. F- oh my God, it's gonna bother me because I know it. I'm picturing the logo. But anyways. So you have the women involved in those promotions, and those promotions are very respected and heavily. And then also you have New Japan working on bringing in the stardom girls and so on and so on. So it's like, it's like, why are you so heavily concentrating on not only trying to, all you're getting is Japanese people. It's not like he's going to other places. You have Bix. The only people on the division that are, like, not from Japan that are are Shazza McKenzie, Chris Satlander, and Bix Wool. I don't count Britt Baker because she was an original signee, and I don't count Nyla Rose because she was an original signee. Okay. Kylie Ray is no longer with the company, so she's null and void. Okay. So, yes, Shazza McKenzie. Shazza McKenzie, there's another white girl, blonde hair. Um, Penelope Ford is another one that does not count because, again, she was the original signee as well. So, mm-hmm. Shazza, some other blonde white girl. I can't remember her name. Chris Satlander and Big Swole. Everybody else is from Japan. That can that can maybe show up there once a week, once a month. And then one of them, you put the women's title on the inaugural woman champion because she's your fucking friend and your tag partner, and she couldn't be there half the time, and she has no charisma. She has no fucking personality. It's no wonder Kenny wanted to get her because they have the same fucking issue. No oh. personality. No charisma. <laughs> They're good in the ring. Oh my god. So, look, she is. Okay. Leo's fantastic. She's a fantastic wrestler. Has no fucking she has a personality of fucking Plankton. Jesus. Like, what is this? Jesus That's Christ. Insulting the Plankton. I mean, the joke we call a Rio Lesnar, but I mean... In the past, <laughs> I've seen no, we have seen Brock Lesnar showed up to work every week. Yeah, we've seen Brock Lesnar more than we've seen Rio, and I and a lot of that has to do, I think, because if you don't have a champion that's there, what's the point? It's just it's bullshit. Like, uh, as much as I don't like her, Britt Baker, she made a good point in a promo she did. She goes. Why are why do I have a better win record than you? I'm here every week. Where the hell are you? And it's supposed to be like she's building up to be like the bad guy toward Rio and Rio sitting there. Like I I don't want to be Kenny Omega's friend. He's letting his friends get his ass whooped by Pac. And he doesn't do anything about it. I'm like, I wouldn't want to be your yeah, friend. Besides Kenny. Being a little bitch. <laughs> Stop worrying about your drunk cowboy. but like back to the question though like we all i mean we could sit here and say you know fuck kenny omega's booking and blah 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 blah. what what do you guys think about just a a black trans woman 
becoming the first ever AEW champion and the backlash that she is getting from ignorant fucking fans and apparently Val Venus because he's got nothing else better to fucking do apparently. Um, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her and I know she has thick skin and I think she is mentally prepared for this. And I hope and then I'm glad that she's um has like people around her that love her and are supporting her. So I think she is fine. I'm not surprised by the bigots because regardless of again AEW trying to promote how just how inclusive they are and how like edgy and how all this other bullshit but a lot of these they get they have a lot of those a lot of their fans there are very neck beardy. Yeah. Mm. That's a lot of that's a good that's a I'm not saying it's all but that's a very good chunk of their fan base and they don't want to admit it. They do not want to admit that that is a very, very large portion of their fan base. It's not all AEW AEW fans. I'm not going to lump every single one of them in together, but let's call a thing a thing. I agree. No, okay. And, um, And also, I'm very upset at no one making any type of statement. Regardless of her being a heel character, break kayfabe, someone should have said something. Because they were seeing the comments because they were muting them. They were muting and hiding, starting to, they were starting to mute and hide the comments on Twitter. And yeah. probably on Instagram as well. So if you're seeing these comments, if you want to be that company, make a statement because someone tweeted... Um, they just attended, they attended the AEW Dark from that episode. And they were saying how there was like some rules things that popped up was like, don't be an asshole to like, it was basically like, be nice to the people that are there. Don't be like, don't get like, be nice to the wrestlers and shit like that. I'm like, if you want to be all fucking tree huggery bullshit and do that and like do all that stuff before your live before your live events make a statement saying that we fully support Nyla Rose. I don't know what her government name is. That might be her government name. Put her government name in there if it's different. Um say that we fully support her and we as a company and as a brand will not tolerate this things because for them to act like they're so anti McMahon and anti WWE, this is a very WWE thing to do. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is this is a WWE just ignore, mute, and pretend shit is not going on and ignore it until it eventually goes away, whatever time from now. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is their Saudi Arabia. They're just gonna ignore it. But if you want to act like you're progressive and act like you're different, say something. But you're not. You're not different. So don't start that shit with me. I agree. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm done. All right. Tiff, what do you think? Well, 
ladies and gents, unfortunately, we have run out of time. Thank you so much to Wrestle Shade for being a part of the show. And don't fret, part two is coming. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. Please excuse my voice. It is going in and out. I can't help it, but I had to make sure that the intro and outro were done. So my apologies for my squeaky shaky voice and in the podcast my apologies for the way my voice sounds um i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and i'll see you guys in our next one